ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is another episode of the Budo Brothers Podcast. You got Kyle. And Eric. And today we wanted to talk about mixing it up, cross-training. Mm. How important is cross-training in martial arts? Or in, let's say, fitness in general, too. Mm. Just like cross-training. Mixing it up. Yeah. Trying different things. Do you feel like cross-training? Because we do multiple martial arts. Yes. Do you feel like that's benefited you? Or do you feel like you're, what's that age-old slogan, master of everything? Oh, oh yeah. You are a, uh, uh, shit. Now Lady you in me? the freak, but a freak in the sheets? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, a jack of all trades. Master of none. Master of none. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. There is, ve- there's, I think there's equal value in both because if you don't focus on one thing, you won't progress in that one thing. But if you only stick to that one thing, you won't grow. So mm-hmm. you need to become a white belt again. As soon as, and that's what I love. And that's what Budo Brothers did for me was get me out of my chamber of one art. And I want to become 16th black belt in one art. And I through osmosis by going through this journey got exposed to in depth other arts that I ha- I know nothing about hmm. and I look at my game and wow there's a leaky hole there because I haven't trained it and hmm. then the exhilaration that I get from becoming a white belt again and sucking at something is is really enjoyable and it's kind of weird because I'm kind of saying I enjoy it sucking at things, but it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I enjoy learning. And by definition, it has to be something new. You cannot learn that which you already know or that which you think you already know. Hmm. And that's the value of cross training is learning something that you don't know. When you get too comfortable, it's also a bad thing. You stop absorbing as much things. You just fall into a pattern. You rely on the pattern and your base level of skill set in order to keep you where you're at. When you go try something completely new, you don't have that safety net anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have, you don't know who's going to be in the class even. You don't know mm-hmm. how you're going to respond. You don't know anything. And it forces you to, like you said, be a complete beginner again. Mm-hmm. And when you begin anything, the learning curve is steep yes but like your brain is firing on all cylinders learning Mm. i found when we started um jujitsu i was like researching things on youtube trying to find Mm. because like you're interested again right right something new i want to learn the older arts i was doing that before but then you get to a point where you're kind of like you're proficient yeah and you get into a rhythm a flow like and that's good because you can you can keep getting better and better but then there's that that argument like well you could become a specialist in this Mm -hmm. a sniper or you could like learn a whole bunch of different things what do you what do you think about that i guess i can appreciate both i really can i i I appreciate the specialists Mm -hmm. but i also see the value in the perpetual white belts that continually learn and grow but if you're always a white belt you never really become proficient so it takes that balance like it's, it's sort of a stock chart right. that is in a trend. It goes up and then it retreats and then it goes up 
and then it retreats, but it's going up and to the right. It's growing. Right. You know, you get proficient in an art, you spend five years doing it, and then I want to try something new. I suck at boxing. Boom, I'm going to go be a, a beginner in boxing. Then I'm going to get good in boxing, and then, wow, I've never done groundwork. Beginner again. But as every level gives you a foundation in which you're building on and becoming more proficient and well-rounded. And I feel like that's the journey of a martial artist. Since we're talking about stocks, I'm going to make my reference around it. But if you're not into stocks, we're not that big of nerds. <laughs> so if then if that's the stock market and it's going up, would MMA be like a mutual fund or an ETF? Ooh. Like your best bang <laughs> for your buck all grouped together. And like, if you do that, it's a... It's the average of all things, yeah, and it's just yeah. it's going to continually get better and better with time. Like, it's kind of should, a good analogy. Should everybody just do MMA then? Like, should any? It's kind of like buying the ETF of martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just you know what? You, you want to invest in uranium? Don't know about uranium? Buy the uranium ETF. <laughs> just because we think this is so funny, I will explain it for anybody who's not a. An ETF is an exchange traded fund with the basket of stocks. Don't worry about it. What we're saying is, do you think that everybody should just switch to MMA? Because MMA samples from wrestling. It samples from mm -hmm. like jujitsu. It mm -hmm. samples from all the different mm -hmm. arts and tries to teach them. Or do you think it's better to go become a specialist in each and then I think it all mix it. It all comes down to why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Do you want to become a UFC champion? Okay. Or do you want just spiritual growth? Do you want health? Do you want connection? Like, what's driving you to martial arts? Mm -hmm. That's going to be part of the answer of where you're going to invest your time. Yeah. You know? And half the time, half the time, as long as you're in the market, as long as you're investing in your training, yeah. you're going to get value. Save your money. Invest it. Let it grow. Investing time in training is no different than trading and investing your money. Right. Slow growth compounds over time. Yes. Now, one thing I got to say is that when it comes to MMA, a lot of the times that's kind of the benchmark we read on the online forums of like, this wouldn't work in the octagon. This wouldn't work in MMA. This wouldn't work. Everything has holes intent mm -hmm. different things as well too because when you are training mma you realize that there are self-defense holes in it right mm -hmm. i learned this when we were training with kevin goat and like you know i would normally switch to wrestling in a situation and go to like slime guys like default if if you were in a self-defense situation why would you engage with him again Push them away. Get the hell out of get there. Get out of the hell out of there. You're not trying to score points right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you've just detached from this person. Vacate yes. the, the situation. Don't take it to the ground. Yes. So, it always depends on what you're looking for mm -hmm. and what you're searching for. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, at different moments in your life, you're looking for different things. Mm -hmm. Right? Sometimes you want to be more balanced mm -hmm. and flowy and like you know you're dealing with some injuries or you just want to focus on mindset and like you're in qigong and tai chi mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah. and these meditative arts or 
you want to nerd out and learn about history and like culture and mm-hmm. and like you go into like the Japanese martial arts because Jap- Japanese martial arts are so structured, right? Even just down to the ranking, the bowing, the respect, like anything. And if you want to like smash, you can go crazy hard and do Muay Thai. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's there's something out there and it's, it's like food. What, what does everybody's mom say? At least try it. Try it. Mm-hmm. Try yeah. it once. You might like it. You might like you it. You might like the broccoli. Everybody says that. Everybody's parent has said that to them at one of point. Of course. Right? And then you find something you do like. Yeah. Right? How many martial arts? And that's... Putting your kids in martial arts is literally like test them trying a food that could change their life forever. Right. And you don't know until you try it. Yeah. And just exposing yourself to it. And it doesn't get as pushed as much as like hockey or like, mm-hmm. well, here hockey, basketball, baseball, yeah, yeah. football, yeah. Like, sports. You know, there's, it's not in school like, oh, you. Why is it not part of every school curriculum? I have no idea. I have no idea why it's not part of every school curriculum. I bet you bullying would decrease. If martial arts was part of every school curriculum, bullying would decrease. Especially, too, because if you see the frictions in the students that are going to fight anyway, throw on some boxing gloves. Go do it. I'll laugh it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good call. Right? You want to settle the dispute? Have a boxing match. You guys were yelling at each other and pushing each other in class. Put the gloves on. Let's, Let's sort it out. MMA match. I will put my kid in that school. <laughs> right? Because it's controlled. Like, give them fucking... Yeah. 40 ounce gloves like you know, you're not gonna hurt <laughs> make them wear the bubbles and the run into each other sumo wrestling style but honestly martial arts we do all the phys ed we do phys why is martial arts not a part of physical education i feel like the best education that we can physically give ourselves is the education on how to f- protect our physicality yeah and just even think about how valuable it'd be if you went over like bullying prevention like and like this is what a push feels like and this is how you can respond yes, and this is what yes. it's like like just it's gonna do it would do so much for kids because they would get to feel both sides of it exactly exactly yeah. and if if you know like if if you as a at least in my experience when i was in martial arts as a kid i understood what can I, I've kicked someone in the face and saw what happened. And wow, like I don't want to do that unless I have to. Mm-hmm. And when you, it, it creates, a, not only when you know martial arts, do you not want to fight? Yeah. When like you don't go, you, there are, of course there's gonna, always going to be people that are like, I want to learn how to kick ass and go fuck people up. Right. But the majority of martial artists that when they learn how to fight, they're not being like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go fuck everyone up. No, they know that they can protect themselves and their loved ones. They don't go looking for it. And you get humbled in martial arts because you lose. You ha- like It's one of the few places where you lose a lot, but right? Lose more than you win. Right? And like, yes, you lose in hockey, but you're on a team, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you lose in yeah. baseball, you're on a team. Yeah, they fucked up. Yeah. Like... When you lose in martial arts, it's on you. It's on you, and it sucks because you just got beat up. Mm-hmm. It's not like you yeah, just yeah. lost a golf game. You're like, shucks. Yeah. I was down a few strokes. <laughs> yeah. Like, gotta work no. on my putting. I got, like, 
I got my butt kicked. Like, yes. You know, like it's 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 humbling. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what level you are, eventually you get humbled. Anderson Silva, one of the best fighters to have ever done it, got humbled. Muhammad Ali has been humbled. Mike yes. Tyson's yes. been humbled. Yes. Like kids need that. They need to be humbled. You have so yes. many of these kids that have never lost at anything. Yes. Or have never been in a fight or have been told that they are the absolute best person mm-hmm. on yeah. the planet. Uh, and everything is about you. And you know what? Because you showed up today, you get this trophy. Everyone gets the trophy. Like, throw Timmy into boxing yeah. class and yeah. beat him. Yeah. Beat him. <laughs> who, who wants to go to a boxing tournament where everyone wins? Guess what? Yeah, we're 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 trying to break the laws of nature with this. We, and you know, some cultures got it because some cultures mandatory military service. Yeah, now like I can't. I've never done military service, so I don't know what it's like. But I assume there's a component where you learn how to protect yourself. Who knows? I I would assume so. I assume so. So like that has to be beneficial to people. Yes. Yeah. Now I would say make that the component that mm. you're teaching yeah. teaching kids. We're gonna start a thing called mandatory martial arts service. <laughs> you, you, Man, maybe if if Budo Brothers was to ever just pff, next year we made a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's it, right? Okay. How sick would it be? Like, all right, we got fu money. Let's go around and just force schools to put in martial arts programs. I love it. Let's do <laughs> What a good mission. Right? That's a great mission, like man. Like, you just go to school and be like, so... Here's the reason why. Yes. And, like, we would make the digital curriculum for them. And, like, this is this is what you do. Or, like... Or link them up with amazing instructors that are local. Hey, guess yes. what? You know your shitty yeah. substitute phys ed teacher that gives zero fucks about the kids? <laughs> here's an incredible local martial artist that wants to help teach and instill the values and virtues and lessons that martial arts can give into the community and watch i want to know the records of fights this that all of it before i want to know all the numbers because i'll bet you when you institute martial arts into a physical education program in school that those statistics will improve there will be less fights there's going to be less confrontation there's going to be less sick days there's going to be higher confidence there's going to be more happiness there's going to be more community there's going to be getting along there's going to be conflict conflict resolution i bet you there will be less suicides probably because just the type it's weird I've always found this with martial arts. Yes, you build a community, but it always has a way to allow those people on the fringe or loners or whatever it was in high school that like you just the outcast, the outcast, the awkward one. The, mm. the Yes. Martial arts always finds a home for those people. And it always accepts them. Yes. Yes, it does. It always accepts them. And it it finds a place for those people like more like you never see that in on a football team like the weird awkward dude all of a sudden is right, playing you're a quarterback middle <laughs> linebacker like yeah let's go yeah, true enough right it doesn't happen and and how many outcasts become incredible practitioners of martial arts and you see that too with all the people that are martial artists like i bet you gsp was a nerd 
Probably. Probably. <laughs> I have no idea. GPSP, if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> but probably a nerd. Because he's just like a nice, humble, mm-hmm. non-egoic guy. Yes. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But look what martial arts found that guy. I, I really think there's something there with putting martial arts in school curriculums. And I would love for us to be so successful that we could somehow bake that into the Budo Youth Fund or have that be funded by Budo Brothers somehow. Yeah. And maybe that's part of some sort of call to action locally where you we can I don't know, there's something there. We got to figure that out. We got to You have to and you'd have to start at the highest level too. Because I'm assuming that school curriculums get set at the high level, like in math, this yes, you're going yeah, to yeah. be learning. Da, 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 uh-huh. da, da. Yeah. The phys ed curriculum, you have these options. Mm-hmm. Like if we could somehow break into that and be like, oh, this man. is what you need to add. And that's, and here's how, and this is the benefit. And the, the challenge there is that the, to the layman that has no idea what martial arts is about, will be like, you're going to teach my kids how to hurt each other? Yeah. That was exactly what the parents will be like. They will be like, you're going to teach fighting in school? I don't think so. Here is my exemption card. What if my kid (laughs) gets punched? (laughs) And you'll be like, that's the whole point of it. We're going to teach a kid to get mm-hmm. punched, but safely. So that would be a challenge to get a principal or whatever curriculum coordinator who has no idea about the real value of learning martial arts, especially in your formative years. And maybe that's our challenge. Maybe that's our mission to create enough irrefutable data that we can go show any principal and give us one hour. We're going to give you a presentation. And by the end of this presentation, you will have a martial arts program in your school. And then not only do you have a martial arts program in your school, but we're going to measure the improvement. And you know what they could replace? Line dancing. I hated <laughs> line dancing yeah, in yeah. school. Hey, in gym. <laughs> right. I, mind you, like, I'm sure there was a lot of people. Comes that, in handy. Every- yeah. The swing dancing that that came in handy. Okay, because you had to learn to dance and swing a girl, do a little spin here too. I've used that, <laughs> but line dancing. But how many? Okay, so true. There's value in that. There's value in line dancing. There is. <laughs> you and a cowboy. Bar. I am going to argue that the that the you're a hundred percent right that if you could swap out line dancing for martial for arts. martial arts. And that, I guess that what I'm saying is that that should be our mission to figure out how we can put together a pitch deck. Yeah. That even too at university level, how awesome would it be to offer that? It's as incredible. A, as a course. Uh, Sensei J taught at the university as part of an MBA program, uh, the leadership dojo. I helped teach a course at the Haskane School of Business at the University of Calgary called the Leadership Dojo. Cool. It was the highest rated class of the year. Every student that took it had their life changed. Now show me another class in university that's going to completely change the trajectory of your life. I'm sure there's some. 
And that's the important part about cross-training. Because look at that. You're, with university, you're dealing with the intellectuals. People who run when it comes to gym class, who shy away from conflict. And you're showing them this martial arts and that whole other side of the brain that they have to open up and all the things that are new make them like the class the more. Like it's cross-training for them. It is. You're yeah. taking uni like graduate level chemistry classes and you get to mix it up with martial arts. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what a switch up. And honestly, man, I, I I love this idea. I can't stop thinking about it now. This this curriculum martial arts curriculum in schools, universities, grade school, K through twelve. Yeah. You know? And there's there are schools that do it. Because Rennert Martial Rennert has a martial arts program. Where you worked for yeah. and I I wish I could take the studies from there and see like because they're not tracking anything. Mm -hmm. But it would be so cool to know how it could affect. Yeah. The kids there are affected by it. But I don't know, man. It's it's I think that's a good mission mission call for us in the future. The fact that I can't stop thinking about it is it, there's something there and we we long term. I'm just yeah. talking long term. This is not something we're going to start tomorrow. No. We're laying bricks we're, and we're putting bricks in motion. But I think that could be a boulder. And then someday you could say we're, we're, we're teachers and your parents would be like, what? You're, you're teaching people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Buddha Brothers Challenge. Buddha Brothers Challenge. Go try something outside of the box different. If Switch you, it up. Yep. If you like hard training, like, you know, let's say Muay Thai, all those things, try soft art. If you like the soft arts, try hard art. Switch it up. Switch it up. Cross train. Get outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just give something new a shot. And keep that white belt mentality going. As soon as you feel stale and switch it up, that's the signal. The signal is you need to keep growing. You need to try something new. Humble yourself. Learn something. Be that white belt. Have fun. Until next week. Adios.